Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Crazy Rambles with Crystal. Today, I'll be doing this episode in English. Why, you may ask? I just read your title. It's not about your emotions. Why are you doing it in English? Because I want my friend's attention. <laughs> Because I was talking to my friend the other day. And she doesn't really listen to my podcast. And she said, mm, actually, if you did it in English, I'd be more interested. But if it's Canto, sorry, I'm just really not that interested. So, because of this, I am doing this episode in English. Just because that, in turn, my friend would listen to it. But maybe she still wouldn't. But, your girl... I just want attention, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, actually, today I got a lot of shit to do. I really should be going back to school now, but then I am not. I'm at home and recording a podcast episode. So, hmm. Off to a great start. Anyways, first things first, let me light up my candle Ooh, la, la. oh fuck I think I got like the shit oh no holy fuck I got my sister's desk come so freaking dirty I oh she's gonna flip and kill me Oh, nine. Oh, no. <laughs> It's okay. I'll clean it up afterwards. Yeah, I'm in my sister's room just because why the heck not? Am I right? And I got my sparkling water today. Just because I'm not very in the mood for tea. And then anything else at home is sweet. And I don't want to drink anything sweet in the morning. So. Anyways. Let's dive into it. So. Today. I'm going to be talking about this book that I've read. Called. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. And then. Apparently. There's this description thing is like tiktok made me buy it the first book in the best-selling thriller trilogy as seen in netflix heartstopper okay i did not know that but because recently i was a little bit bored as in because on campus living on campus you need to go on so many elevators and i'm bored During those rides, elevator rides. And when you're walking, there's a very high chance that I'd run into someone. So even though I don't like walking while looking at my phone, I still look at my phone sometimes just because I don't want to, you know, run into people and then have to say hi and I need to make small talk. Uh, I hate small talk, you know. I hate it so much. Before, I don't know that many people. I don't run into that many people. So, I don't really have to make small talk. And then... Yeah. 
every time you see like, hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm like, good, yeah. And then it's just like awkward silence in the end. And then I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, introverted me is, yeah, not doing so well with this. But anyways, so that's why I decided to read a book because I'm like I'm so bored, and I want to read. I want to use my time for something more productive. So I was like looking for books to read because yeah, because of that. And I was like, okay, I just need something very silly and not that serious and not that. You know, yeah, just not that serious. Like, if it's a really good book, then I don't want to, you know, um, just skim through it. Because now that when I'm reading this book, some of it is like the writing is very obvious, and then I I want to know like what's going to happen in the end. So I kind of skipped some of the paragraphs because I feel like they are not important. They're just for the world building and the storytelling. Which at that point I don't really mind, so I just you know skipped ahead a little bit, and then so I don't have to read through everything in detail. I thought it'd be like this brilliant book with all these twists and turns, and I cannot miss any single part of the story. It's so it's not like a book like that. It's a thriller book, and it's a silly thriller book, so you don't have to read it through too seriously. And it's about this girl Pippa. I think it's called Pip. She's called Pippa, right? I don't really get these, you know, British names. So yeah, but honestly, Pippa just reminds me of Peppa Pig, and someone literally called her Peppa Pig, Pippa Pig actually, in one of the reviews on Goodreads. So, anyways, um, the general story is that Pippa. Is doing like a capstone project for her high school, and she get to pick her own topic. So it's like an independent study, and she thought, oh, this boy, called Sal, Sal Singh, and so okay, flashback like before when Pippa was only twelve or something, this girl, Andy Bell, was, well, she disappeared. And then the police started in the investigation, and her boyfriend Sal Singh killed himself the next day. So police were like, "Ooh, suspicious! He must be the killer." And then that's it. End of the case. And Andy's body was never recovered. They found Sal's body in the forest. That's it. And then, but Pippa was like, "Hmm." Sal was always nice to me, like a big brother type of nice to me, you know. So she's like, "Hmm, I'm going to uncover the secrets." So that's why she picked this as her topic, and so yeah. Honestly, I think like at the start of the book, there's already this plot hole because、uh, there's this advice on. Her doing this、um, project is that there's advice saying what? What was that? Let me go back to it. Okay, so 
the supervisor's comment was, "Pippa, as previously discussed, this is an incredibly sensitive topic to pick. A terrible crime that happened in our town. I know you cannot be persuaded away, but the project has been accepted only." On the condition that no ethical lines are crossed, I think you need to find a more focused angle for your report as you work through your research, without concentrating too much on sensitive issues. And let me be clear: there is to be no contact made with either the either of the families involved in this case. This will be considered an ethical violation, and your project will be disqualified. And don't work too hard. Have a nice summer. And I'm like, hola, hola, la. No contact made with either of the families. But P- Pippa was like running through town left and right. And then the first person that she interviewed was the alleged murderer's brother, Ravi Singh. And I'm like, girl, I thought you cannot make contact with the families. Or are siblings okay? But he's still family. That's like ethical violation, disqualification. Hello, excuse me. It's already like weird plot hole. Weird. But I would still say this is a. Good book. I would rate it like a three out of five. I think the writing is. How do I describe this book? This book is like a cookie cutter book, basically. The book tries to do everything right. <clears throat> They try to be diverse. They have like a ethnically diverse background. How Pippa is actually white. But then she has this stepfather that's African, and then so she has an African half brother, and how the stepfather is not just a stepfather, but he's actually father of family, and then how Pippa's friends, like one of the guys, were like Chinese or something, and then so there's also. Brown people like Ravi Singh and then Sal Singh and then your typical white blonde girl Andy, so this this book is trying to do everything right, and I would say that the book did everything right, but did it do it well? That's the question. So it's like a very perfect cookie cutter kind of book. The twists and turns were all right. A little bit shocking, so it's not like brilliantly good, but I did not see that coming. I don't know. I feel like whenever I read murder mystery books and watch murder mystery films, I'm not smart enough to deduce like、uh, I think that's the killer. So I never really try to, you know, anticipate who the killer is. I'm just trying to, you know, enjoy my ride, my journey, my experience, the storytelling, and everything. So I've never really done that, and also I'm not smart enough to do that. So I, the killer was unexpected.、Um, yeah, I think the writing, the writing was okay. Like the honestly, the 
Okay, so the thing is, what I was saying is, this book is trying to be doing everything perfectly, and so the writing is a little bit cringe. But I don't know if it's just because it's YA, or it's actually a little bit cringe. Like, I will get into the contents of the book later on, but the writing was a little bit cringe. But then, honestly, I don't know. They got like really good. This book got really good reviews, and then so apparently it's like being raved on TikTok, and then a lot of people read it, and there's a lot of like full star reviews. So because after I was after I finished reading the book yesterday, and I was like planning on doing this podcast, so I was like reading the Goodreads review, and the first one was. Hot damn! Like the first review was like really praising this book, but honestly, after I finished reading it, I thought, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's entertaining for elevator rides. If it's like a great book, definitely not. But if it's is it bad? But it's not bad. Like, but I'll read part of the review to you guys because. It was like literally raving the book. Applause, 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 all capitalized with <clears throat> exclamation marks. One of the quickest, one of the best crazy roller coaster experience I had. As soon as I took this book into my hands, still shaky, blubbering, nailless, confused, dizzy, but also smiling and happy. Gave my full, five full mysterious shining stars, great storytelling, attention taker plot, fantastic characterization, fast and heart throbbing pace, and great satisfying ending. What are you waiting for, guys? This book is not going to fall from the sky and drop on your lap. Go and buy it and send me thank you letters for my encouraging words. We have an amazing heroine, Pippa. Loves to search, pry, dig into talented, smart, nerdy, funny, social, friendly, brave. Stands between Nancy Drew and Veronica Mars. Older version of dude, Pippa is not an amazing heroine. This book, and I've read, and I've because I was scrolling through the comments, and then one of the comments is this YouTuber. This booktuber actually, and I recognized the name because I watched this booktuber called with Cindy, and then so this dude Elias, 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 sorry, is her friend. So I've seen him in her videos, but I've not never actually watched his videos per se. But then I saw, so I click onto the link and I watched like his part of the review, and he said. This book is not great. I don't know why everyone's raving about this. Agreed, it's an okay book. It's not a great book. And then someone was saying like Pippa has no personality whatsoever. Agreed. Also agreed because Pippa is just merely the tool to you know discover the mysteries behind it. She's also this. Cookie cutter character once again. She's this nerdy, quirky, 
mm, I don't care about boys. I don't care about dressing pretty. I don't care about makeup. I only like to do homework. I like to focus in class. I'm nerdy. I'm a know-it-all, and I'm quirky, socially awkward. Like the socially awkward part. Okay, so in the last part of the book, so she finished her project, and then, so she needs to do a presentation, and then she said, "How she how she started the presentation was, my name is Pip, and I know many things." And I'm like, "Excuse me, girl." You're just graduating high school, and then you say you know many things, okay? And then she continued with, "I know that typewriter is the longest word that can be made with just one roll of the keyboard. I know that Anglo-Saxon war was the shortest in history, lasting only thirty-eight minutes." And I'm like.、Ugh. Yo, you so quirky. That's so cute. <laughs> There's so much more of like quirky stuff and cringy stuff. So yeah, I'll read through the cringy part of the book later. But so basically, Pippa was reading. No, reading, researching, and everything. And then so she goes talk to Ravi. The alleged murderer's brother, and then at first he didn't want to let her in. He doesn't want to help her. Blah blah blah. But then you know, bada bing, bada boom. You know they're gonna fall in love. But then they didn't really develop much. Like their romance was not a big part of the book, which was okay. I would love to see it unfold a little bit more because there's just like slight tensions here and there, and I'm like. Yeah, let's go. But then it's giving me nothing. Though someone did say,、hmm, I think it's better because it doesn't take away the main focus of the book, which agreed. But also, I would like to see it unfold a tiny bit more. Like I'm, like I'm waiting for Ravi or like Pippa to make her move or make his move. But then, yeah. I was expecting a little bit more, and then all I got is like flashback three months later, and then they're already dating, which you already kind of expected. But I thought there's a little bit more kind of a relationship build up in the middle. I was like expecting a little bit more of that, and so yeah. So Pepper discovered that Andy Bell. It's literally Alison Dillerentis. If you guys have, you know. Watch Pretty Little Liars. I don't think you guys have watched Pretty Little Liars, but then Pretty Little Liars is about this girl that disappeared called Alison Dillerentis, and how she's so good with her secrets, never told her like she could keep her secrets very well. Like she hid some of them from her friends. Yada yada yada. Andy is basically. Allison Dillerentis. Oh my God, maybe that's why she's called Andy, Allison Dillerentis, Andy. Oh my God, because like literally the the character building for Andy was like, he said that everything Andy did was deliberate, and maybe she'd run off on purpose to punish someone, and then. 
someone else said. Andy's friendship was very destructive, but at the time I was addicted to her. I wanted to be her. And I'm like, Alison uh, uh. De Laurentiis, who? <laughs> okay. And then, so, the writing is like, cringe because like first part was like um i think uh shit uh her name yeah pippa was interviewing someone from the police or something and then asking what would the procedures be if someone went missing whatsoever and then one of the lines are officers are always told if in doubt think murder Maybe this actually is the case, like, when in doubt, think murder. But also, oh, it's so cringe when you read it out loud. Oh. And also the, maybe because this is so YA, lines is so cringe. So because apparently there's, um... Oh, so Pippa's friend broke up with her boyfriend, which I don't really think it mattered to the storytelling. Maybe it was just saying that, oh, Lauren and Kara and Pippa are friends. And it was so cringy that Pippa was trying to comfort Lauren, saying, Tom always said pacifically when he meant specifically. So... And then Kara said, that was a massive red flag. And Pip said, I specifically think you're better off without him. And then Kara said, I atlantically think so too. <sighs> the cringe, bro. The cringe. Like, you went from specifically to atlantically. Ah, what a, what is it gonna happen next? Like Indian, Indianically. Oh my god! This is why I said the book is like cringe, but it's still okay, acceptable. It's a little bit, and back to the quirky Pip thing, and. So Kara said something Pippa said was very funny because, oh, Pippa would always say, it's sausage to me. And then, so Pippa was like, it's not that strange. My grandparents from my first dad are German. It's sausage to me is an everyday German saying. It just means I don't care. <sighs> the author was trying so hard to make everyone in the book diverse like oh my god like pippa is now like pippa is i think his, her nationality is british Eth ethnically apparently german with an african stepfather and ha half african half brother wow diversity I don't know. I'm not saying like diversity is not good, but then you can just feel like the 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 the, 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 the diversity in the book is just a little bit try hard. 
just <laughs> and then so Pippa you know research yada 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 went to Ravi's house and then so she said I made muffins and then Ravi asked if it's like bribery muffins and she answered that's what the recipe said yeah bribery muffins that's what the recipe said and then like so Ravi offered her like do you want tea and Pippa said um I like my tea black Ravi answered I've never trusted someone who takes her tea black you know I made a note while I was reading this and I typed Hello? Question mark. Then you should not trust like at least half of the population on Earth. And I guess Ravi should not trust me. And then it's like this apparently cute, quirky distinction between Pippa and Ravi that Ravi likes to add milk until it turns white. But Pippa likes her tea black. Oh wow, so quirky. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god and because of like these interactions like the bribery muffins and the, the tea I like it black okay so yeah so Ravi said I've never trusted someone who takes their tea black Pippa asked how do you take it then and he said milk till it's white and three sugars Pippa was like, three sugars? Three? Ravi answered, brace yourself. I know, I know. Clearly, I'm not sweet enough already. Like, ah! And here, I made this note, like, they're gonna date, but they are dating. They are dating. But, yeah, that's that's how like obvious the book is like the writing was very obvious like except for the killer part which is like pretty good i think and then so i'm just like at first i thought their relationship is like cringe because of the cringe flirting like because literally i flirting only works when you like when you both like each other because like there's the okay so Ravi uh, no apparently Pippa ran into Ravi in the supermarket and then he Ravi said he would normally not shop in the local supermarket but then milk emergency and Pippa was like if only you had your tea black and then he said I never crossed to the dark side like <laughs> the cringe <laughs> And I swear, like, this, I swear flirting only works when you both like each other. I I swear. Because as an outsider, it's cringe. <laughs> and then there's also, like, Ravi coming over to her house and then asking that if he could be part of this. Because, um... 
he wanted to help clear his brother's name. So, anyways, they are standing at Pip's front door, and then that's what happened. Pip noticed Ravi looking down, and though his lips twitched trying to contain it, he broke into a big smile. That's when she remembered what she was re- wearing: baggy denim dungarees over a white T-shirt with the words "Talk nerdy to me." And blazoed across her chest. <laughs> See, this is when I. This is why I said like the whole Pippa personality trait is that she's this quirky girl that likes to do homework and she's smart and a know-it-all and then like has to do everything straight. So basically, like a lighter version of Sheldon, Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Basically that. And a more socialized version of Sheldon, a more accepted version of Sheldon. But you get what I mean, like with the quirky aspect. And then, I cannot believe I would see the phrase "talk nerdy" to me once again in my life. I, I can't. No, just no. And then, there's something very interesting I genuinely wanted to discuss about this book, is that Pippa uh, received threats with, like, threats like from that's like a printed note, apparently, and then so she went over to her friend's place and suspected that her sister, her friend's sister, printed these notes. And then, so apparently, you can keep printed documents, and she get to do it on her friend's laptop, but then can check all the printed documents on the printer. Does it work like that? I honestly have no idea. Like, someone please tell me. I, I don't know. Like, that's a thing. Like hot damn! It's so easy to solve a crime these days. Hmm. And then so um, this book went into like quite a few topics. Like Andy was doing drugs and blackmailing, and then how Andy doesn't like this girl because this girl looks like her, and then she wants to be pretty because her dad is like that, like saying, "Oh, you guys are not pretty enough." <laughs> so she lives in this like emotionally abusive home, and so that's why Andy was doing all of this. And then so one of the suspects was called Natalia, and this part apparently. Andy was using Chris, Chris's phone, and Chris was Natalia's crush. And then, so Andy using Chris's phone to ask Nat to send a video of her topless, with her face in it, so he know that it was really her. And then, so her nudes got leaked, and then so Nat. Got destructive. I just wanted to point it out, like more of the story. Don't send nudes with your face in it, kids. <laughs> don't do it. Like, just don't. Nudes, 
Alright. Nudes with your face in it? No, just no. The internet is a dangerous place. Don't do that, okay? Like, keep yourself safe if you ever were to send nudes, okay? <sighs> Anyways. So, more of like the cringy writing part is that Ravi has this pet name for Pippa now, which is Sergeant, or like in short, Sarge. So whenever he sees her, she he would be like, what's up, Sarge? What's up, Sarge? Like, how's it going, Sarge? And I'm just like, ah, cringe, ah, cringe, cringe. And the writing continues to be cringy because one of the part it says, Pip knew from her murder map that it would take Ravi about 18 minutes to walk from his house to Roma Close. Pip knew from her murder map, like this line. Another day, another sleigh. <laughs> Imagine, like... Okay, honestly, the things I know probably is just Crystal knew from her Google map, not, like, murder map, but... Alright! And the... Oh my god, this part was, like, Pip and Ravi was trying to break into someone's house and they're trying to not leave any fingerprints. And then so the only pair of gloves that she could find she could find yeah she could find for ravi was her mom's gardening gardening gloves and then so ravi at first was like "Mm." but then he said real men wear floral when trespassing (sighs) this cannot be happening Like, when that comment said the writing was great, bitch, where? (laughs) This was an actual quote of the story. Hello? Anyways. And then so, Pippa got to digging, digging, digging. Honestly, I didn't really care about the other people. Well, I mean, like, I think I, I like... The storytelling is that the pace was good. It kept you reading. It's not like, I'm bored, I'm bored, skipping through a couple of pages, I'm bored. But it's more like, ooh, I want to keep turning the page. I want to keep no, I want to keep reading so I know what's going to happen next. It was good. The pace was good. The content was okay. But it really was dependent on the interviewees their willingness to open up to Pippa, which, like, Pippa, because of the heroine that she is, and she's doing this school project, so people would doing, people would open up to her. So, basically, people would tell her about everything. I don't know why. They try to hide some things, but then, like, if you look, look at it, like, seriously, but it's, like, very weird, because if I were those people, I probably would not tell her these things. Because I don't want her to meddle with this. But because she's a heroine, she's lucky. And then from like how lucky she get and then she'll make big jumps of con- like conclusions. And somehow she got to the end of the story. So her solving this murder is pure luck. So it was alright. If you don't treat this book too seriously, it's okay. It's a good book. It's a okay book. 
And then she's like researching, getting threats, didn't stop. Until her dog was taken away from her. What? And then at that part, she's like, okay, so she got threats like, stop this investigation now if you want to see your dog again. I wrote my note. I was like, girl, you can do the murder case, but your dog, I cannot end the investigation right now. And then so, apparently the alleged killer asked her to, you know, break the USB and then the computer that she has. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I mean, because like, in the book, it's in the year 2017. I'm pretty sure that 20, in 2017, there's, there's cloud services. So you breaking the computer really doesn't mean anything. But then she went ahead to break the USB and then the computer. Like, the matter around the keyboard was cracked now. Showing the motherboard and the cooling fan below. And I'm like, girl, laptops are expensive. How am I going to explain to my parents when when I don't have my laptop? Like, what am I going to do? Hello? And then apparently she lied and saying that she went to the toilet in the cafe and then just a minute and when she came back, the laptop was gone. That's so smart. I could never lie like this. I am a terrible liar. I cannot lie. Unless there's like a hint of truth in that lie, then I can make it persuasive. But I'm a terrible liar. I cannot make up a lie. You would see right through me that I'm lying. You know, I'm terrible at this. I just, I could never. And then after learning that, okay, she destroyed the evidence. The dog died. Like, oh my god. And I was like, no, 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 no. You cannot, you cannot do this to me. Do your investigations. I don't care. Don't drag your dog into this. Like, now your dog is gone because of you. (sighs) 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 Anyways, so because the dog died, so Pippa was like, I gotta stop the investigation. And then you know how the typical plot is like... I could never tell the other person the truth. I just gotta hurt them. And then she told Ravi, like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this investigation anymore. I just can't. I just cannot continue. And then Ravi is like, you made me a promise. You cannot just leave this case alone. I need you. And then, like, Ravi was like, you can do this. And I don't think there's anyone in the world quite like you. And I was like, oof. Oof. Ooh. Yay. And honestly, I'm, like, coming to like Ravi. Ravi is super cute. He is supportive. He's there for her all the time. And then he thought about it the whole day, the whole night. Like, he did realize that the actual Pippa would not give up that easily. So he came to the only conclusion was that someone took the dog away. And I'm like, boy, Ravi. You're so smart. And then so, apparently, when 
he asked her about this, she broke down. And then Ravi was like, Don't cry, Ravi said, closing the distance between them in one swift step. <sighs> he pulled her into him, locking his round. Round, locking his arms around her. That is so sexy and cute, and I mean it in a sexy, not like, like lustful kind of sexy, but then like closing the distance between them in one swift step. Ah, somebody do this to me right now. Ah, that is so hot. Oh, oh my God, Ravi! Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Um, if you guys want spoilers, but okay, from now on, there's gonna be spoilers because I'm going to talk about the killer, and if you guys want to go read the book in your leisure time. Uh, don't listen to this part because then there's really no point in reading a mystery book if you already know who the killer is. So apparently, one of the teachers had an affair with Andy, and mind you, the teacher must have been at least forty something, like early forties, and. Had sex with a seventeen-year-old girl. I'm sorry, the age difference was just. And then the teacher was like, "We didn't stay the night. I couldn't leave my daughter for a whole night. We stayed at the hotel just for a couple of hours." And I'm like, "No fucking way." Like what Andy? No, what Pip said was like just oh goosebumps. I got goosebumps right now because like she was seventeen. Pip said the same age as your daughter. That's the weird part. That's the disgusting part. He has two daughters, and one of the daughters the same age as Andy. And then apparently, he had an argument with Andy, so he pushed her, and then so Andy got a concussion. But then Andy left his house, so he technically did not kill Andy. But then because he needed an escape goat, so he killed Sal. Yeah. And so apparently, there's another killer, not actually killer. Apparently, is Andy's sister. She came back, and then she. Was trying to talk to Andy about some shit. I'm not going to go too deep into it. And then so because Andy got a concussion and she was vomiting, and she just left her to choke on her vomit, and then she died because she was so angry at that point. She had not realized what she did, but then after a while, she realized that Andy was dead, and she was like, "Oh fuck, fucking hell!" So yeah, that's the whole plot, and. Honestly, I think the best part of the book is Ravi. He is so cute because, like, last part of the like the, there's not a lot of romance in this book, and then when there's romance, it's good. 
because I think the writing, I think that I think the author actually is not a bad writer. It's just that it's a it's this genre, you know, the perfect cookie cutter genre. So that some of it's kind of cringe, but then the romance, the romance part is like super cute because it was right before Pippa has to go on stage to do her presentation. And then so apparently Ravi was talking to her, and then the quote was this: He smiled, put his hands on the back of her neck, fingers in her hair, and leaned in to press his forehead against her. He told her before that he did it to take away half her sadness, half her headache, half her nerves as she got onto. Got on the train to Cambridge for her interview, because half less of a bad thing meant that there was room for half good. He kissed her, and she glowed with that feeling—the one with wings. Like, <sighs> that's so cute. Like the line, because half less of a bad thing meant that there was room for half good. Ah, and then it's just a cute. Like ah,、oh, he kissed her. Ah,、oh, that's so cute. Sometimes, like the more description there is, the more that the the author ruined that moment. But then this was so lighthearted and cute and heartwarming, and it's just ah,、oh, so cute. Anyways, that's the book. I. Enjoyed it, and it was only fifty-two Hong Kong dollars, so it's not bad. It's it's a bargain. Apparently, there's two other books. I am tempted to read the second one because I want to see the relationship of Pippa and Ravi unfold. But I kind of spoiled myself for the third book, which a lot of people were complaining about the last book because if you guys want to read the whole trilogy, don't listen to this part. But apparently, in the third book, Pippa murders someone, and then everyone was trying to cover it up for her. And then someone was complaining like, "This is not the Pippa that I know. She would never, like, murder someone like this." So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the book, kind of. And now I'm on the hunt for another book. So actually, I have downloaded another sample. That's also by this author. This author is called Holly Jackson. And in the end of the book, there is this ad about her new book, which is not the A Good Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy. Because I'm not sure if I want to go down that road. When you finish the first book, you thought it's good, and then the second book, it's gonna get worse. And I already don't particularly in love with this book, so I could only imagine what would happen if I read the second book, and I don't want to waste my money. So I thought I was like start something new. And I have not started reading this book yet because I only downloaded the sample yesterday, and I got tired, and I was I was not reading. But it was called it's called Five Survive. So apparently, it's the synopsis is like this: eight hours, six friends, one sniper, eighteen-year-old Red and her friends are on a road trip in an RV, heading to the beach for spring break. 
It was a long drive, but spirits are high until the RV breaks down in the middle of nowhere. There's no mobile phone reception and nobody around to help. And as the wheels are shot out one by one, the friends realize that this is no accident. There's a sniper out there in the dark watching them, and he knows exactly who they are. One of the group has a secret that the sniper is willing to kill for. A game of cat and mouse plays out as the group desperately tries to get help and to work out which member of the group is the target. Buried secrets are forced to light in the crammed, claustrophobic setting in the RV, and tensions within the group will reach deadly levels. Not everyone will survive that night. Just by reading the synopsis, I thought it's good. You know, I think it's gonna be pretty good. And I actually want to talk about like one of the books, like I think a similar book. It's on Wattpad, and I read it like ages ago in secondary school. But I don't think I have Wattpad on my phone anymore. Oh wait, I do. Let's see if it's still in my library. Because it was actually pretty good. Oh, it's the trouble with love, because this book is also a thriller book. And it's about this girl, and then so there's this group of like very rich kids, and then so one of the guys were like supposedly cold, and then like suddenly approaches her, and then they start dating him, and apparently it's a game, and people were killed, something like that. I like it. There was romance. There's thriller. Oh my god, what's happening to my nose? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, so yeah, they're sad. So I'm very excited about this little book club episode. I hope that there's gonna be more. I'm going to end this episode with another song called "So Sly" by Nightly. Nightly is one of my favorite bands at the moment, and I really like the song. So yeah. I guess I'll see you guys. No, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh my god, I completely forgot that I have to blow out my candle. So here we go. <sighs> Bye. You think that we're fine. I'll put everything you said behind.